Madden, are you ready? Let's do this. Are you sure about this? We do it a little differently here. Oh, Madden, stop stalling. Let's get started. Okay, well, if you're sure and you're comfortable with it. Well, it's not like it's my first time, Madden. I've done this lots. Okay, okay, if you say so. Firstly, just check the stick. Oh, it's, um, it's kind of little, isn't it? Hey, the size doesn't matter, Missy. It's the position that's important. Anyway, just make sure it's nice and loose before we start. Okay. Check. Right, now, just gently take those in your hand and twist gently until you can't go no more. Twisting gently. There, that wasn't too difficult, was it? Okay, drop the clutch, move the stick in the first, and slowly release until you engage the engine. Oh, like this? Kinda. <sighs> Madden, I've driven stick before. Yeah, okay, but it's a bit different here. Our roads are smaller and you have to watch out for a few things. A few things? Like what? <gasps> well, speed bumps, mad cyclists, speed cameras, traffic light cameras, average speed cameras, mobile speed traps, white van drivers, potholes, dogs, cats, foxes, badgers, deers, Cows, ducks, lollipop persons, BMW drivers, taxis, buses, whip restrictors, low bridges, blind spots, children, mothers pushing children, mothers talking on their phones, pushing children, and an assortment of other annoying and distracting hazards. Madden, we have many of those back home. Of course. There is one teeny weeny tiny thing that I'm sure you don't do back home. Oh, really? And what might that be? Nothing serious. Just here, we like to drive on the left. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of Here and There. My name's Carl. And I am bad Chinese food Missy. <laughs> we'll come to that in a minute. We're here to talk about the transatlantic oddities that take up our, our, well, our lives at least anyway. Hopefully yours as well. How you been Missy? Oh Carl, I've been better. <laughs> I, I, had, um, I had an unfortunate Chinese food incident last night. And yesterday was one of those days where, as a mom, I started out in the morning going, oh, I'm going to make one thing for dinner. And then as the day progressed, it was like 8 o'clock, I'm going to make chicken parmesan. And then then I forget to take out the chicken, so I switch it. Oh, I'll do like a spaghetti casserole. And then the day continued on, and you know, I started working, and I got busy, and I thought, I really should have been making the sauce by now, but I'm not. So then I thought, okay, we'll just do Popeyes. And then I went in the freezer, and there we have a box we get at Costco, and I opened the box there's only two Popeyes and there's four of us. So that was out. So in the end, I'm calling, I'm actually calling my husband going, you bring, could you bring home Chinese food? And it was really good last night. I have to say, I I switched from my normal Kung Pao, which is my favorite Kung Pao. Sounds like, like a little Batman and Robin. Kung Pao. But I switched it to Mongolian beef and I don't know. I mean, I wasn't sick. But I woke up, I just had like restless legs, it was all jittery during the night. And then I woke up and my eyes were just swollen, almost shut. It was bad. And then we were out of coffee. It was just not a good morning, Carl. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't um, good. I tried to find the good in it. And it's hard to find good in things without caffeine. 
You know what I'm saying? But you okay. don't need caffeine, do you? You can just get up and go. I have to get up and go. But you, well, I know, but but you you don't need the the added benefits no, of, I, of I, caffeine running through your. I spring out of bed. Like from a Disney film, I sort of leap oh, from like bed, Bambi. <laughs> fully dressed, and I go, it's a wonderful morning. Oh, and little birds oh, no. start twittering. <laughs> and I walk, I walk down the garden path, like whistling a, a happy garden, cockney tune. The garden path. That's so garden lovely. Uh, I don't but do that. Mm-mm. No. But you are. That's you're... why you need coffee, don't you? You need your Starbucks You know, I, I, I say this and I, and I do mean it. I am, um, I'm, I'm pretty much in a good mood 98% of the time. That 2% look out. Uh Oh, (laughs) there's a long fuse, you know, it's long, but, but when I, when I don't feel well, I get really cranky. And if there's no coffee, it's just, I don't even want to talk. I don't want to commute. Stay away from Missy. So we were completely out of coffee. So I had my pajamas on this morning and I just put a jacket on and a hat, a Disneyland hat. And my slippers on. I got in my car, got my Jeep. So you look like white trash going out. I don't care what I look like. Hi, welcome to Starbucks. Can we take your order? And they're so friendly. I love my Starbucks. But you know, when you haven't had and you're starting to feel that caffeine withdrawal headache starting to whoa, whoa, whoa behind your eyes. Just need a Vente Americano with extra cream and three Splendas. Stat! <laughs> First sip, well, you feel better. At least you didn't swear. I don't Just give me coffee. Give me the bleepity bleep coffee. Give me the bloody, bloody, but bloody's not a bad word. I could have said bloody coffee. You know what Starbucks started doing here? They started asking your name, which is weird. Carl, they always ask your name. They, they know. That was fairly new here. How, they... did you, how do you know? I have, an, I have a Vente Americano for Missy Ready. So you know it's yours. So how would yeah, you know that that's but your I, proof I, drink? I only, oi, I only go have... to one. I only go to one in Northampton when I'm out on the, on the road. And I'm the only guy, only, only person in the queue. And they still ask me my name. They always, Carl, because... Because just because you're the only one in the queue, thank you. That does that doesn't mean that other people might not queue after you. <laughs> yes, but who's going to forget the six foot drinks. seven giant standing there with a desire for coffee? No. Anyway, um, I, I sound Luke Skywalker. We have a venti caramel macchiato with extra whipped cream and sprinkles for the six foot seven guy in line. They're not going to say that. Why? They all I, ask your name. I, I tell them my you, name's Luke Skywalker anyway. I love when people do that. What's your name? Wonder Woman. Batman. You have to give them names. I love that. Bruce Wayne. I've got to say Costa Coffee next time, which is a Spe- rival. Speaking of Luke Skywalker, you know the uh-huh. big news this week. Oh, yes. What the what? This has been in the works, I guess. Well, obviously. No, we're just going to make a big deal like this. Uh, we're going to think about it for a couple of days and then just do it. It's been in the works for some time. As I tweeted I out, I am looking forward to seven dwar- no, Snow White and the seven Jawas. I'm looking forward to that. Mm, I know. I, I, I read a thing. I think it was Entertainment Weekly last night that said that. And this is all. Well, you know, I heard on, on my local news last night that it was a done deal. And yet, um, I read it, and it's—I uh, don't believe. I think the local news is wrong because it said that 
that Harrison Ford is in talks to reprise his role as Han Solo in the seventh movie. And I guess Carrie Fisher and uh, Mark Hamill are kind of right behind. I I don't want to see that, Carl. Why? No, I need to leave. I need to leave, leave Han Solo as he was. Princess Leia was the first girl I fell in love with. Oh. <laughs> well, you might not be in love with her now. And that's what I'm saying is we just need to leave. I love you. I know. Oh, let's leave that strong-jawed Han Solo alone. And let's let him live forever in our memories. Because you know it's going to happen. It's going to be just like the last Indiana Jones. I was betrayed by that. I think most Americans <laughs> What? I mean, no, most Americans. Oh, come on. Most the in entire the world. planet. Not Americans. I don't know. Maybe you looked at it differently. Maybe Did we? you're so logical, Mr. Yeah, we looked logical. at it logically and went, what a pile of crap. <laughs> Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. What were you thinking? You know what? You weren't thinking. You weren't thinking. You just thought we're going to bring back this beloved character. No. Kingdom of the Crystal Balls. I don't know about anything else. <laughs> The crystal's something, but I don't yeah. think it was a skull. Mm, I know, but see, that's my fear. And that was how long ago, right? And we didn't like that. So can you imagine hauling out 72-year-old Harrison Ford? And don't get me wrong, I like Harrison Ford. I think he's a handsome man. I think he's held up well. I think he's got longevity. And, you know, I do. But I don't want to see him as Han Solo. And for God's sake, I don't want to see Carrie Fisher as Princess Leia next to him. Chewbacca, I'm good with. <laughs> He'll gray maturely. <laughs> yeah, give me a gray Wookiee any day. But I don't want, no. No, I'm sorry. I'm no, I'm drawing the line at that. It just, it's no. And I guess they said, you know, there's a whole series of books. And supposedly that mm-hmm. that following the, the sixth, the movie, the storyline is that, I guess, Chewbacca... Um, Han and Leia have children, and Chewbacca either dies saving them. He's a sworn protector, and so he protects to, to Han Solo, and he protects their children. Saving one from death, I think, is the storyline. But what I read is that if they do the seventh movie, or I should say when, it's not going to follow the books. It's not going to follow the, the storyline. Of course, I didn't like one, two, and three either. I always wondered if Han Solo threw a stick, Chewie would just chase it. He's just, no, he's not like a dog. He's a Wookiee. He's shaggy. Well, some dog going on there. He's a little shaggy today, too. He's got a little shaggy thing going on. I'm just saying. Shaggy doesn't mean that he's going to, he's going to get a stick. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I was, I just, I'm a fan of four, five, and six. And to me, I don't recognize the first three. It's like the first Star Trek. I don't recognize that one either. I know they made it, but it just—it's not the same. So I know, but that's exciting news. I'm—I'm I'm sure we're going to be seeing a lot of, you know, the blending of Disney oh, and Star Wars. As long as there's no bloody Jar Jar Binks, I'll be happy. <gasps> Amen, brother. Or those, you know, Ewoks. I wasn't a big fan of the Ewoks. I wasn't no. a big fan of taking off Vader's helmet and the. Fifth sounds one, pa- either. Sounds painful. I don't want to see his face. Let him be a mystery. Don't humanize him. But what do I know? I just <laughs> I just have a YouTube channel. 
I always feel sorry for David Prowse. Like, the guy actually played Darth Vader for years and years and years. And he must have read in the script, they're going to take my helmet off. I'm actually going to be seen. Oh, no. And, like, he was probably on the stage and went, right, next actor, please. (laughs) I know. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. But that's okay. It'll be exciting to see what they do. I'm sure I'll see it. Um, Of she will. (laughs) Of she will. I want Waylet it comes to Netflix. I'll go see it. Oh, speaking of this week. Skyfall opens here. Don't sing that, Missy, because of copyright issues. That's what they tell me. <laughs> but it opens Friday, so I'm very excited to see that. More excited than than Disney Star Wars. <laughs> Disney Star Wars fix. Land. What? I know. I'm going to go get Bomb. my bone fix. So, Carl, how was your Halloween? Oh, <laughs> we haven't podcasted since Halloween. That's right. I'll tell you what. We went. We bought sweets in the house. We was all ready for them. Right. I saw little tykes all, all day while I was running around, driving little around. Little tykes. Little tykes. They love it. All going up various streets. So I thought, okay, they'll probably come and knock on our door. We had a big tub yes. of sweets of, of fudge fudge bars and uh, mini bar, Mars bars and stuff. Do you know how many we had? What? One. Oh, One they- flipping visitor. Did the one visitor come at the beginning of the trick or treating? Yes. Time not at the end because if they came at the end, they got a windfall. (laughs) (laughs) But luckily, I got the windfall because there was loads of sweets left. See, we didn't have many either. I mean, I we live at the end of a block, so it's kind of spooky because you have to go all the way down the block, and there aren't houses on the one side. Do you know what a cul-de-sac is? If I said cul-de-sac, would you know what that means? Yes. It was a dead end. Do you know what that is? Like, oh, that's an American term. I don't know what that means. So we, 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 we our house takes up one half of the cul-de-sac is how it works. But you have to walk all the way down this road and there aren't houses on one side. And so it's in, in, if you're doing strategic trick-or-treating, you want the houses close together because you get more goods. You know, you're, you're making better use of your trick-or-treating time. And I realized that our houses are very far apart. So you got to, you know, you got to want it to get down to the, to our house. Is it up a hill as well, by any chance? It is up a hill. <laughs> well, there you up go. Up a hill at the end of the road. And then there's fog coming out. No. Um, but but no, I think I think I had like 10. But what I, I have this giant pumpkin that sits, well, it doesn't sit there anymore, but it sits by the door. And my favorite candy bar is Almond Joys. And I, I hid them all at the bottom <laughs> so that we could take off all this stuff. And then, but so luckily, I, I still have all my Almond Joys left. Pretty cool. The kids aren't the only ones with a strategy, obviously. I know. <laughs> it's true. It's true. But yeah, it was kind of sad. I, I, we watched scary movies, and I made a, I made dinner, and uh, I was very excited for the trick or treaters that weren't. Did you wear and a costume, it, by the way? I didn't. Ah, oh, you was gonna dress I up was, as bacon or whatnot. I was, but you know, and I'm glad I didn't because. Yeah, we didn't get a lot of children. So I'm glad that I didn't. And I like the ones that ring the doorbell. Oh, and then our doorbell stopped working. It just, it wasn't, we could hear them outside. Why are they ringing the doorbell? That wasn't you taking the battery out so you could have more sweets, was it? So we put a note on the door, please knock. And uh, And scream. So they knock and then we'd open the door and they just stand there. There's just silence. My daughter's like, I don't want to give them candy if they don't say trick or treat. They stand there. You're supposed she's to strict. She's she's hardcore. She's hardcore. She's got rules set up. But um, 
I had a friend who wanted to watch movies, and so he got tired of <laughs> he got tired of trick or treaters. So he put it on, put his picture on Facebook. He just took the big bucket of candy and put a sign that said "Take two, we're watching." <laughs> And they did. That's, that's kind of terrifying. But I said you did that because you got tired of 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 being interrupted from your movie watching. And he's like, exactly. But it he, worked. He didn't put a gun sight underneath what he'd no. written, did he? We know who you are. We are watching you. No, take two. We know where you live. No. <laughs> There's three. The poison inside. Three will kill you. Oh, gosh. But yeah, so it was kind of a disappointing Halloween and trick-or-treatings, but that's okay. It's okay. It's always next year. All the all the Christmas stuff is... All, all the Halloween stuff is down. All the Christmas stuff is up. What? It's all up. I deck, I'm my, I've decked <laughs> my halls, Carl Madden. It's November the 8th. Yeah, they were, they were decked November the 3rd. 2nd. Last but, weekend. But 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 he's a month and a half away. I know. It's the twelve days of Christmas. It's not the forty odd days of Christmas. Uh, I know it's bad. You know, I have um, I have a shed in the backyard, and the shed has nothing but Christmas stuff in it, and there's so much stuff. I call it the Christmas shed. Other members of my family call it something else that I can't say on this podcast. The Christmas, it's filled with Christmas and all that stuff has to come out and be put up. And it takes so long that if I don't do it early, I just don't enjoy it. So yes, my, my halls are decked. I have, I have my garland up around my windows. My, I have two Christmas trees up. I have, I have all my stuff out. It's lovely. What was that nativity thing you Instagrammed? The best nativity scene in the world. It's um my my children actually made that a little while ago, but they were um it was like their very first nativity scene. It was made out of a, a plastic milk jug, one of those big ones, like half gallon, and you cut the front off it and you keep the handle part, and then and then it becomes the manger. And then the the Mary Joseph and the shepherds are made of toilet paper rolls that you wrap okay. fabric around and you decorate their face and then you rubber band like fabric to make the little headdress thing and then um and then the two and then you cut a paper toilet paper roll in half and then you half again and then you glue it opposite each other so they make like and you that makes the little bed for baby Jesus and Jesus is a peanut that's nativity. That's good, Carl. I, I wrote it on your Instagram page, but I thought I'd say it again anyway. Oh my gosh, it's a nut. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, there. It's you know, as as a mom, there. If I ever had a fire, there's two things I'd go for in my house. One are all my Photoshop actions, and two <laughs> are all of my um, all of my children's artwork and and projects that they've made, like at Christmas or Easter. Um, those are you decorations on the tree. You can't replace this. So what you're basically telling, for, telling us, if there's a fire, you're going to burn to death. No. There'll be lots of gathering. No, no, I keep them all in one place. I keep them all, I keep them all packaged in a nice little box, a little bin. Not that a little bin. bin. <laughs> a little bin. A little bin. And, uh, yeah. So 
Yes. So my halter decked. I mean, I'm excited to start baking Christmas cookies. I bake my behind off every year. I wish I baked it off. It's still there. But um, I do. I do. So there we go. If you bake too many cookies, you'll just be adding to what's there. I know. I know. I know. So when do you take them down again? If they're up 45 take... days prior to Christmas, yes. how, how long after Christmas are they up? Um, they, I actually, okay, this is bad, but <laughs> as soon as Christmas is over, Please don't like tell December 26th, okay. I want them out. I want them <laughs> down and I want them put away because Christmas is over. It's done. So I want them out. And so the week, they're out of my house by New Year's Eve. You're out. You've been okay. up a long time. You're out. I know some people leave them up for a long time. They live in like middle of January or something. Oh, no. Christmas is over. December 26th, I want it all down. So normally, like the 30th, I start putting everything away. It's so much easier to put away, though, than to put out. Because I want to I enjoy New Year's Eve and know that I do not have to take down all my Christmas decorations. It's done. It's done. It's done, Carmen. I don't want to get into a drunk stupor and fall in the tree. Why not? That's Here's what it's for. <laughs> <laughs> So yes, they're they're done. So when do you put up your Christmas decorations? Um, about two weeks before the day, normally in yeah, this house. Nice. We don't do a, we don't really do a tree though. We will do a sort of ornamenty thing. Oh, an ornamenty thing. What's an, what's an ornamenty thing? Li- I don't know. It looks like a tree, but it's an ornament. If I was living on my own, though, I wouldn't put any decorations up. Oh well. You're not alone. A lot of people do that. Because <laughs> you just no, take them down again. And I, uh... You're a mean one. Mr. Carl Grinch. Jeez Louise. Not green skin. Well, you know, you only have to take it down again. That's why I don't like putting it up. You do. You do. Well, you know, but it's magical and beautiful and the season of lights. I don't know. So let me guess. Is you're the only house in your cul-de-sac that is festooned with festivities at the moment yes well there's only actually two houses on the cul-de-sac so i'm half of the cul-de-sac is decorated oh but you know what i want to get i want to get this really bad i i've got this thing for like um hideous decorations i love them i love the 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 more cliched and awful they are the better i just i just i love it your neighbor must love you I know. Well, see, it gets good now. Um, several years ago, um, we always do gag gifts in our family when we do extended gifts. A be- like a, a a can of refried beans or just stupid gifts that will we do gag gifts along with regular gifts. Well, it was after Christmas, and I found this. You know, after Christmas sales, and I found this decoration, and it was it's actually like a a nice decoration in that it costs. A lot of money. I got it on sale big time, but but it's this company and I can't remember their name, but they make these, they're animals and they're freestanding and they've got these kind of like hand-drawn kind of spooky faces. I Instagram this and they're my, my hideous um, Christmas decorations. Well, there was a flamingo and its leg was up and has a wreath around its neck and it's got this, it's winking and I'm like, this is horrendous, but it's $10. I'm so buying it and this is going to be for next year, one of my gag gifts. And then I fell in love with it. <laughs> and I didn't want to give it up. And so Christmas rolled around like, 
are you going to be given that? Who's going to get the flamingo? <gasps> Nobody, because I can't get rid of it. Well, I love it so much now that I have a whole collection and I keep adding to them. Oh dear. I have a monkey, a camel, um, a moose, and a giraffe, and a blue hideous Christmas tree, a little blue turquoise Christmas tree behind him, because it's pretty bad. And it's got um, little ornaments on it hooked on with paper clips, just to make it even worse. But I saw a, a light up flamingo in Target, and I want it for my front yard. I want like three of them. <laughs> the, just, the neighbors are going to love me. It is so bad. And I, I'm, I'm watching for it to go on sale because I won't buy it unless it's on sale. And it's going to go in my front yard. What the and heck? No, a flamingo's got I to know, do with Absolutely nothing. Huh? <laughs> That's what's so great about it. That is what's so, I wonder what those plastic Santas, you know, like lit up where it's like the paint's chipping off them. I wanted one of those horrible ones, but I can't find one. I've been like driving by garage sales looking, oh, do you guys have a light up Santa for my front yard? No. But um, I know I don't want anything elegant or refined. I just want it to be like, why, why, why is that in their yard? I'm good with that. Because there's a mad woman that lives there. <laughs> it's great. It's it's fantastic. So anyway, we'll see. We'll see if I if I get oh, my flamingos. I keep watching the the paper to see when they go on sale, so I can buy. I think two would be nice. I'd like It'd be the 26th of December. They'll go on sale, won't it? Oh, I'm thinking who wants flamingos, but some because they make them right <laughs> well I, they know so, you're there they've heard of you i'm their target audience no pun <laughs> target <intended>. one <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna make it for missy and that's enough she'll buy them all she'll buy them out <sighs> so anyway oh. that's that's my big that's my big christmas my big christmas story Hey, you went to a wedding recently, did you? I not? did. I went on Saturday. I went to uh, my friend's wedding, and they got married, and it's all lovely and stuff. And we had lots of. I've probably had too much to drink, but there you go. Was <laughs> That's what I tend bar? to do. Was it? No, open no, bar? it wasn't. So you was, were. We, oh. I got into rounds. I kept getting into rounds and then vanishing when it was my turn. So that was kind of cool. Oh, where's Madden? He's in the bathroom. Oh. <laughs> okay. No, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. But it was. Um, I got to that stage of the evening where you don't care what the rounds cost anymore, which is never a good thing. Ooh, fortunately, they, fortunately, they didn't let us buy our drinks off credit cards. So, yeah. When the cash yeah. ran out, you were done. That's it. Was the food good? Because sometimes, you know, I'm just, I've been to my fair share of weddings. And, uh, you know, sometimes the food is touch and go at those receptions. No, it was lovely. It was lovely. What did you have? What did you eat? Um, I can't remember. Well, <laughs> it was, it was pork, really it was pork, good, pork with some sort of crackling on it. And I remember that. I remember having that and potatoes and crackling? some green stuff. Vegetables. I, I have no idea what they are. Vegetables. And how is the cake? Oh, the wedding cake. The oh, joy of the wedding cake. Was it delicious? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And everyone, of course, they had wedding photographers there. Well, a wedding photographer. And my friend, my female friend, was absolutely terrified of having her photo taken. Why? I don't know. I asked her that, and she couldn't give me a, a decent reason. All I she could was think just, of. just a photophobe. Photophobe. <clears throat> is that a word? It is now. It must be. Because I was, and I was thinking, if it was her wedding, what would she do? When they, you know, to come take a picture of the bride and the groom, go, oh, no, no, you can't take my photo. Just, Actually, how was the wedding photographer? Male or female wedding photographer? It was a male. Was he nice? Yeah. 
I think Who's it was you? a friend. Friend of the wedding uh, of the bride and groom. You know way that's now, a that lot is of so pressure. To me that they would use a friend. I wouldn't be able to do that. I wouldn't take be able to take that pressure. I tell you. Oh my gosh! See that that's unusual that someone would use a friend to photograph their wedding. Wow. Stop but applying for business. <laughs> it's what. Stop applying for business. I, I'm just saying, hey, if anybody wants to fly me over to the UK to photograph your wedding, I am there. Trust me. I am I am there. Um, wow. It was a, a friend of the bride and groom. So mm-hmm. someone who wasn't maybe a full-time wedding photographer, but just um, someone who has a camera, right? Yep. That- well, it, I find if you're photo- photographing a wedding, it helps to have a camera at least. Yes, but you know, I, it does. It does. Well, you know, really, and that's all you need: <laughs> camera, camera, and a and the will, a dream, a trigger finger that works. That's that great. Have you seen yes. any of the photographs? Um, no, but they're probably on Facebook. But I, as you know, I don't use Facebook. So. I, I know. I know you don't. Oh, well, that's great. That was a that was a nice wedding, lovely wedding. All was well. You got. But here's faster. the thing. Here's the thing. We had to stay at hotels. So my mate booked a hotel for us. Okay. And unfortunately, the company whose hotel this was decided to build two hotels on opposite sides of a roundabout and then confused the postcodes. Look, kids. Big Ben. Parliament. So we, we, we're, we're in a semi-conscious state because of all the booze. And we're trying to tell the person, who's like the cabbie, taking us back that we need to go to that hotel. But it's really that hotel's address because they've mixed it up. And that was... Very entertaining. Oh, that's awful. And you're and you're tired and you're not thinking well. well. Drunk, yeah. Was it a nice hotel? Um, it, for the four seconds I was awake when I staggered back into my room, yes, it was lovely. <laughs> so I have a my hotel. I've got a a little hotel story. Um, about four years ago, my mom got really sick, and uh, she was vacationing in St. Louis visiting family, and. Uh, I get a call. I mean, she was, she was very sick. She, they realized she was actually dying at the time and, um, she was in the hospital. I get a call that she's been taking the emergency room. I, the next day I'm on a flight. I'm out there. I've never been to St. Louis. I'm, I'm in between tears. I mean, I'm just crying the whole time. And, um, I get out there. Don't know where I'm going. I rent a car. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know where I'm going, but everybody was really, really kind. I have to say, um, but all I knew is I had to get to my mom. I have to get to her. I just, I don't care what it is. If I have to hitchhike, I'm getting to my mom. And I finally get to her, and I stay till it's probably 10 o'clock in the hospital. And I had um, gone online to 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 get a hotel. And, you know, when you go to hospitals, they're like, these are the hotels close to the hospital. Not. So I leave her and to come back early in the morning. I'm going to go get some sleep. And I'm, I'm just exhausted because I've been just an emotional wreck. I'm in my rental car and I'm GPSing it and it's taking me to a really bad part. And I'm like over train tracks. It was bad. And I finally find the hotel and I walk in and this smell of smoke just hit me. And I'm real allergic to, um, to cigarette smoke. And I, I just, Hey, do I, um, it's, I had booked a non-smoking room, but it was on a smoking floor. What? (laughs) It's like having, you know, a ping section in a pool. How are you going to contain that? You are not going to contain that. And I already felt my throat starting to, my nose was like, oh God. I was like, oh 
okay. So I check in and I went in my car and I just broke down. I was like, oh, I can't do it. I'm to my husband. I'm like, worry about my mom. I just, I'll just sleep in the car. I really thought, you know, I'm just going to sleep in the car. So I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing. And across the street, it was like a cul-de-sac kind of thing. It kind of went around. Was this other hotel, a jury inn, shining like a beacon in the night. Got to give jury in a plug. They were like, as I walk in, it was all fresh smelling and they were really nice. And so I remember just, just being so thankful. Thank you, God, that there was a, there was a non-smoking, nice, clean hotel across the way. But you know, you never know what you're going to find. Do you, Carl Madden? No. Well, you know, you won't find smoking anymore. Do they, do they have all non-smoking hotels in the, you're in not, you're not London? allowed to smoke anywhere in a public place inside now in oh, England. Oh, wow. Yeah. They're well, all they... banned to the outside. You can see them like all huddled masses. It's like... Little groups, little clusters. Yeah. I don't know why they can't have smoking hotels and non-smoking hotels. It doesn't make... I mean, I'm not a smoker and I'm not a big fan of, of cigarette smoke, but you know, if you want to smoke, smoke. I have no problem with that. It's just that just do smoking hotels and have non-smoking hotels or smoking restaurant and a non-smoking restaurant. But trying to combine the two into one is just goofy. <laughs> it's just, it's just, just not going to do it. I never worked that out. when you, Even the old days where they used to have a smoking section in a restaurant, like as if the smoke would go, oh, no, we can't go over there. There's That's a barrier and we are just, mm-hmm, I'm telling you, peeing section in the pool. It's the same thing. You just You just can't control it. So why not have... Why not just make two separate ones, right? Because then you could market to, you know, smokers want to go to the smoking restaurant. Not, I don't see why are there the problem where there's. Well, that a- means that means smokers can't have any non-smoking friends that they have dinner dates with. Correct. <laughs> or they so would that's have probably to buck up. They'd have to buck up and go to the non-smoking hotel, or the non-smokers would have to buck up and go to the smoking hotel. They would have. That's what friendship's about. It's about giving. <laughs> or, taking. No or taking, <laughs> me, or taking, or smoking lung cancer. Yeah, great. Uh, or crying in the car when you find you have a smoking hotel. It's it's what it's all about. That's that's <sighs> what it's all about. So speaking of of England, yes. are you are you a video game player? Um, I have been known to dabble. Yes. Are you an Assassin's Creed video game player? I have played it. I have played it. We run around like. Jumping off tall buildings in a single ah, bound, a bit like Superman uh-huh. about the flying. Yep, 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 yep. That's it. And you're you're not really. I mean, it's the storyline. You're you're sitting there, but you go off on this thing, kind of matrixy. That's the best thing to describe it. But anyway, the new one is out. Assassin's Creed Three, the Revolutionary War, baby. I feel a little uh, guilty playing it. Why? Because you you take out redcoats. <gasps> That's horrendous. I know you do. It's it's the Revolutionary War, and you know you're you're taking them out. You're. <clears throat> I'm just saying it's George Washington and everything. So you know, I feel kind of bad. That about... I play it, but I feel bad while I play it. Oh, I bet you do. There's no <laughs> glee. There's no glee while you do it, is there? Get that, you red coat. Yeah, give me liberty or give me. I've often thought what Germans think. You know, think of those World War Two games. I know it's true. Uh, 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 Call of Duty, right? Mm. I know. COD, I know it's true. But you know, you have to. 
But do but, Germans but, look at that as bad now too? Well, I'd imagine so, but there's still... See, that can be recognized as a universal evil at this point that, you know, trying to take out another group of people because of what they believe or they look like or their lineage or their heritage is just whacked anyway. So I think that we can all, all agree that that wasn't a good thing to do. And I'm sure even Germans do. Well, I would hope so. Yes. <laughs> but it's still weird. It Especially is a revolutionary weird. war. Why is he in a revolutionary war anyway? I mean, how can he jump off tall things in that? He can do it every once to because it's Assassin's Creed, Carl. Okay. Just whatever. Uh, I don't know. I don't See? know. No, you do wars when politics fail. Oh, speaking of politics, you've had some wonderful <laughs> times over there, haven't you? Ooh, good time in the U.S. this week. Oh, my gosh. You know... As much as I tell you all the time, please let's not talk about religion and please let's not talk about politics because there are no win situations. You just, it's, okay, here's my thing. I'm going to talk about it a little bit, but it's like people that put outside their businesses. I, I'm going to take this way down for a minute. I'm a woman of faith, but I'm not putting like Christian things on a sign outside my business because I know that that's going to turn other people off. And that's unless I'm a church or I'm a faith-based nonprofit organization, I'm not going to do that because I don't want to offend Jewish clients or, you know, a non-believing client. Not, I don't say there's anything wrong with it, but I just wouldn't do it for that reason. I just think on, on a marketing level, it's kind of, I wouldn't do it. And I've gotten a little flack for that because some people are like, you know, that's wrong. You should be able to put that out there. But I kind of think, but those same people would not go to a store that said, had a marquee outside that said, atheism rocks. They wouldn't shop there. So it's kind of that same kind of yin and yang. So I just try to avoid it completely. Same with politics. And our country, I mean, you and I were talking earlier, the divided states of America is what I saw because this election came down to, I mean, it was, as far as popular vote, that was what, 2 million people off, I think that's it. See, we can't vote for our, who we want to be in charge. We just have vote for parties. Really? You and, don't vote then, for No, we don't vote for, like, who we want to be prime minister. It's whoever wins, oh. their leader becomes prime minister. Oh, that's interesting. That's very interesting. So you, it's really party-based. It's not... Okay, I mean, so, he so here's the thing, right? I bet you could go up to virtually any Brit at the moment and ask them who were the two candidates over in your election. And will they know? Okay. I'm pretty sure they would know it was like Mitt Romney and President Obama, right? So right? <laughs> if I'm going to ask an American, who are our two um, political leaders over here? Are you going to be able to name them? Riggs. No, I don't know. I have, I have typical, no... <laughs> typical American. I, I don't know. I, I don't. Okay, don't force my hand on this, Manning, <laughs> because you're going to. Hmm, I'm not going to go there, but I don't know. I just think it. I don't know if it's a bigger deal here, or if it's because it's a bigger country. Because you don't has, care. <laughs> That's but what it, it but comes it, down. No, but it's also a party. I mean, you know, when when they have the big elections, you know, in okay, okay. Russia or there, you know, right. in, okay. In I, I I will not I will not ask you for I will not ask you for the leaders. I will ask you what are the two main parties? <clears throat> the Tories. Okay. And 
<laughs> Hold on. It's coming. Um, the Tories and the um. <laughs> da, 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 da. Shall we? Uh, we have a little musical in. The common man. <laughs> <laughs> the Tories and the the party that isn't the Tories. Ah, right. Yes. The non-Tory party. It's a very long ballot name. What's the other party? Labour. The Labour. I should have known that. See, I knew that. I knew that. Yeah, I should yeah, think yeah. of it because I was still on my election in my head. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you Americans pay attention to what happens on our Labor side of the Atlantic. and Tories. Okay. Mind you, most of us don't pay attention Who's to Who's in charge right now? The Tories. Uh, the Tories and Lib Dems formed a, a government together. So they're all getting on lovely. Well. <laughs> uh, but you know the bad thing about our election and it's and it's and and it's it's good and bad. It's the party political broadcasts. No, the ads, the bad. ads. No, the ads are bad. Well, one, how much money is spent? Oh gosh, it just makes my heart sick to think about. You know, we have a 16 trillion dollar debt and we're spending this much money on elections, so that is kind of, you know, we're we're like, you know, this far away. Hey, everybody, look look over at Greece. Let's not do that. Let's not go there. Can we get the spending under control? Please, please, please. Let's just have an arm wrestle. I don't know. I just, I mean, I'm just, let's put everything else aside. I just like, we, we got it. We got to get our house in order. Kind of, that's kind of a big thing for me. It's a big thing for a lot of people. But um, no. I mean, decorating it's Christmas things. Yes, that's what I, you mean. I don't like the whole to make up anything uncomfortable. I just like to put my lights up and play with my little stuffed animals. Um. But but it's afterwards. I mean, on election day, which was Tuesday here, uh, the Facebook and Twitter posts were just flying. And then the next morning, it just it was very. You could feel the tension. I don't know if you could feel the tension online. I didn't think people could do that. You can. And the next morning, I posted a one of those goofy cards that I post with two sumo wrestlers fighting each other because that's kind of how it it felt. It still. The following day, I almost couldn't go online. I couldn't go on Twitter because it was bad. It was everything was bad. It was like, it was like, people that were pro Obama were kind of ugly. People who were pro Romney were ugly. It was just kind of, ugh. it just, it, I felt bad. It was like, oh, you got to be gracious in victory and gracious in defeat. You have to be gracious all the way around. I think there's no, you know. Or just don't care. Or you just don't care. Don't care. <laughs> Screw what it. Let them play, well, play their little party games and I'll just Whatever. sit over here quietly. Yeah, I know. But we did. We had a little election. <clears throat> See, that's the problem. We keep voting. We keep encouraging them. If we just... What's that thing where if you turn your back on it, it just vanishes? Yeah, maybe it'll just go away. Maybe, maybe the government will just go away if we don't pay any attention to it. Like a bad dream. But you can get, you know, I'm I'm a newsie. I know it doesn't seem like I am, but I am a newsie. I love my news, and I, I always read up on my news, what's going on. Obviously not what's going on in the UK. No, apparently not. <laughs> but I do, and, and it got to the point where I just had to, during the election cycle, the closer we got to the election, I was just like, turn it off. Turn it off. Don't read it. Don't look at it. Just look away. Don't look in the light. Don't look at it. Yeah, I was. I had to get to that point because it was starting to. I was getting angsty. Me, angsty. So yes, our election's over. So for I'm glad it's over. It's done. Four more years, and you have to do it all again. Four more years. I know. And those people are going. Okay, so I guess the new election. 
cycle begins now. Uh, so I, it'll, it'll be really interesting. There's, yeah, I don't know. Ignore it'll be really interesting. Ignore them. That's what I say. I know. I don't, I don't know. So yes, I'm glad it's over. So it's, it's, it's a done, it's a done deal. We are, we are done for four more four years, which is really Still, two before they start electing uh, campaigning. Well, we, we got one in a couple of years, so there you go. You can watch our one. Oh, I'll no, of course one. you won't. <laughs> yes, yes, I will now. No, you won't. You go, oh, Maybe? I don't know. It's, it's Phil. I don't know. <laughs> the party of, I don't know. The party of beer and curry. That's a party the you could get behind. Raven Lo- oh, yes. If the they come party. out of a party, if they come out with someone who I will give you free curry elected, and beer. I'm going to give everybody free curry and beer and Woo-hoo. bacon and a dozen donuts on every table. Uh, me so oh, I'd be in there campaigning. I'd be wearing one of those sandwich signs, sandwich boards. Be a sandwich. Yeah, sandwich Love boards me. those people wear. Look, put over your head. Never mm-hmm. mind, Carl. You don't know what you're talking about. Just forget it. I never it. know what you're we talking just... about. <laughs> I'll just nod. I shall that's just an nod. Americanism. Graciously. It's an Americanism. A sandwich board. Oh, here. that's where they turn people into signs, aren't they? Yes, exactly. Well, you know you've arrived when you've got a job where you're a sign. Mm-hmm. Or I can't cor- be bothered to put a pole up. Let's get a bloke to stand there. Waving. Waving as a sign person. I like it when they dress them up like a Statue of Liberty or... We had this... Uh, this gym opened. It was a very small gym close to our house. And uh, I don't even think it's still there. But it was the funniest thing because I don't know. I'm just thinking if I owned a gym and I wanted to market that gym, I would, I would, and I'm going to put someone on a busy street corner to draw attention to the fact the gym's open with a sign or whatever. I'd be really careful who or what I put out there because it's going to be reflective of the gym. It's going to speak to people as to what this gym is about, you know? Um, and so I don't know if I'd put out a, you know, a big muscle guy or I'd, I, I don't know, or I don't know, but I've never marketed a gym, but I'm pretty sure that I wouldn't put a guy or gal in a purple shaggy dog looking mascot uniform with big yellow eyes holding a sign. I'm, I'm pretty but, sure that would be my first choice. I put a fat guy eating a hamburger. Anything. I mean, a guy at a table just eating with a big sign for the gym. Just, I mean, you you could get crazy fun with it. But I, it was kind of like a purple, shaggy, high school mascot looking dude or gal. I felt bad for. I'm saying dude a lot because I'm watching Creative Live. Dude. Like, dude. That? Hey, dude. The speaker's like, hey, dude. So I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm saying dude a lot now because I want to be him. <laughs> Can wanna... you hear that? There's what? fireworks going off outside my window. Can you hear that? Is it the guy? It's, well, it's Guy Fawkes on the fifth, oh, but you still get little geats running around setting off fireworks. Oh, little—they're not ready to 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 put put it to bed. They don't want no. to. They don't want to put it away yet. Guy Fawkes forever. It sounds like a bloody war zone around here at night sometimes. And all the dogs. Yeah. I'm getting to that age, you know. Well, I'm. I used to be for the kids, you know. Now it's like bloody kids. Just go to bed. You, you, I got to turn the TV out now. I can't hear over your fun. And their rock and roll fun. music's too damn loud. Oh, those, when I was a kid. Oh, 
was a kid. I don't understand we had two the music channels today. And never backtalk our parents. I know. We did have two channels. I know. I remember having three. I used to live in um I used to live in Turkey. My dad was in the military. Must have been cramped. Oh, I, right, okay. Uh, oh, I see where you're going, you little Thanksgiving <laughs> joke. <laughs> and um we had we had one channel. No, we had two. One was the military channel that had like, you know, bass stuff on it. <laughs> And the other was one channel in our TV, in our on our TV, and I remember you just you watched what was on. It was channel three, and um, hang on, you had two channels, and it was channel three. Yes, I but, don't. But but I don't make the rules, Carl Madden. The Air Force. I, that's why that. I love American logic. Two channels, and it was channel three. Channel three. Maybe channel one was used for other people that needed it for something. I think two was the base channel where it just kind of scrolled information that you needed to know. And then three was the actual. And you just watched what was on. And I remember watching, do you remember Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom? Did you guys ever get that? No. Oh, gosh. It's this guy who would go like on safari and stuff. And he would, um, and he would, the giraffes are going to the watering hole, you know, and it was all about, I can't think of his name. <laughs> Kingdom. Oh, now it's going to drive me crazy. I can see him in my mind. Did, um, I heard, I heard um, one of your fellow country persons the other day go on about someone, someone called Mr. Rogers. Who was Mr. Rogers? Carl Madden, are you serious? I have no idea who Mr. Rogers is. <gasps> it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful oh, day for a neighbor. Guy. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? Yes. He, and he comes in and he would put on his um his little sweater and he'd take off his he'd take off his sports coat as he's singing his song, put his sweater on, and then he would um take off his loafers and he'd put on his little kids and he would take us to the land of make-believe. Oh, <gasps> Mr. Rogers. I was never a big Mr. Rogers fan. You just made it sound like you were. I know, but he's like an American institution, Mr. Rogers. He just loved the children, and he felt that children could be taught if you became one of them. If you put things in, in always very gentle, spoke with a very gentle voice. Mr. McFeely, he was the mailman. Um, Yep, yep, and you go to the land of make-believe. Those puppets freaked me out. Google Mr. Rogers land of make-believe and you tell me if those puppets don't give you bad dreams. But, um, yeah, but he was, he's a gentle soul who cared about the children was on PBS here, public broadcasting station. And, um, yeah, Mr. Rogers, who does that know? Do you know Captain Kangaroo was? Nope. I know Big Bird was, is. 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 Well, now Mitt Romney didn't get through. Big Bird will survive, apparently. I remember that in you. I don't think Big Bird was ever at risk. Personally, I think enough people were, were pro-Big Bird to Mitt, make eyes. Mitt Romney would have hunted him down with a gun. I know. Because that, <laughs> that was one of the biggest issues facing our, our country yes. this year was, you know, it's uh, don't get me started. Girl, I well, if there's a nine-foot yellow bird walking around your country, that's kind of scary. Oh, they had a, they had a Muppet march here. I think oh, 100 people would, turned out or something, but they had See, a, to that, that's a load of idiots marching, a Muppet march. I know. That's what I thought when I saw it. I was like, oh, my gosh. Carl has a different word for that. It would mean something different over in England. 
but yes, words, words, words. We always have our different, our different words, Muppets. We are, we are a divided nation, and no more, no more so that when I look at news stories such as this. Yes. There is a jewelers in North Liberty, Iowa, wherever that may be. Well, I'm that it's down Iowa. south somewhere. Where's Where's Iowa? Is that south or is that? No, Iowa is north. In Iowa's Midwest. But it's more okay. it's northern, central northern. Mm-hmm. Well, as a, as a jury, as a forward-thinking jeweler, and he has decided that when, when the when the bride and groom, future groom go to um, get their engagement ring, if they spend more than two thousand dollars, yeah, the guy will get a gun while oh. the girl gets a ring. It'd be a shotgun wedding. Oh, it will be around there. <gasps> Oh, he gets a gun. Well, you know what? I I have to say that that's not probably a cheap thing to give away with the ring. So he probably knows his demographic. And <laughs> but, but, but 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 <laughs> what's first of all? What's a jeweler doing keeping guns in his shop? It's a it's a marketing campaign, Carl. Mm. Apparently, however, you are barred from having one if you form a criminal or an addict. <laughs> So that's nice. He's got some morals. Well, you have to, um, yeah. But it's a, I'm, I'm reading this. It's a rifle, right? Free rifles. Well, that's a gun. Yeah, but but like, oh, I just messed that up in the, there we go. Um, but a rifle is a, it's more of a, a hunting thing than it is, you know what I mean? It's not like a handgun. Is it a gun? He's given away talking, blocks. You're talking to a Brit here. We don't really have that many you guns. You don't know about around. guns. No, we don't. Nasty bed men have them, but we don't. I have, I have a gun. I have a rifle. I have a rifle. Suddenly, I'm, suddenly I'm scared of you. I have a, well, I have a cabin. Little cabin in the woods. I have a cabin in the woods, and I, I see bears, lion, ca- uh, bobcats, um, um, well, elk, but they don't pose a threat. Um, and so there are some, you have to protect yourself and it's not like I have an alarm. It's like, and so I do, I have a, I have a, a rifle at my cabin, but true story on my rifle. Um, spent a whole day and a half with this company that, that teaches you gun safety and they come to your home and, and they're actually members of the police department that do this on the side and they come to your home. Hey, you clean it. Hey, you can't be afraid of it. And you have to, blah, blah, blah. Reds for dead. You got him all this stuff. Fine. So we go out to the shooting range and, you know, and I'm, I'm like, I can do this. I can do this. So, um, I was the last one to fire the weapon and you have little earplugs in your ears, you know, and you put it in the pocket at your shoulder and, you know, I'm like, I see, I see women do this all the time. Piece of cake. I gave birth. I can do this. <laughs> right. You know? And so I've got it up there and I'm like, okay, this is a, this is a, this is a bear coming to me. And I'm in a, that's how I thought about it. I've got it up there. I, I fired it once. I broke down. I, into, I just started crying. I couldn't stop. It was awful. I was like, I don't want to touch it anymore. <laughs> I did. I cried. I want to go home now. It was awful. My family has it on video. I'm thrilled about that. But it it I it affected me so the power in this weapon. I, I didn't grow up with guns. I don't know anything about guns. I think if I had, then maybe I wouldn't be like weird about it. But you know, I didn't come from a hunting family or anything. And so um I've I've only fired it once and uh and it 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 scares the living 
daylights out of me. But, you know, if, if I'm in danger or, or, you know, God forbid my children were in danger, I, without a doubt to keep them safe. But other than that, oh, baby, no, I just, it wasn't fun. It wasn't like shopping for shoes or anything. <laughs> the I, I think it just, as a mom, yeah, I, that's all I could think of. Everyone was like so surprised at my violent reaction to firing this weapon. But it just, it scared me. It just, oh, it everything about it just scared me. It's like, you know, this enters your body and you're gone, which is the purpose. Cause you know, yeah, it only had like, um, it has like, um, like bird shot or buck shot or whatever in it. You know, those psh, goes like that. But yeah, it was scary. But anyway, so, you know, I probably wouldn't be going in for the, the buy a ring, get a gun special. No, Missy, armed, dangerous, and slightly crazy. Armed, dangerous, and crying. Yeah, that's a good combination. <laughs> so on, on, a, on, <sighs> a, on a different note, I have some strange news coming out of Cleveland, Ohio. Not far from Iowa. Another swing state. <laughs> and uh, swing state. It's not it, like party states. And I, so I put, I put that on Facebook. It sounds like it should be, this should be fun. There's swing crazy. states. Sounds like you go. whimsical and, you know, swinging. Um, You'll go there. You'll put your car keys in a big jar in the middle of the state and, well, <laughs> get crazy. Get crazy. Just, it's a swing state, baby. Swinging, baby. So this woman was caught on a camera driving on a sidewalk in Cleveland to avoid this school bus that was actually unloading children. She didn't want what? to wait behind it. Yes. She did not want to wait behind this bus. So to get around it, she drove on the sidewalk while these little kids were getting off the bus from school. And uh, so they took her to court. And she's a 32-year-old woman, Sheena, Sheena Harden. And Sheena has to stand now on an intersection for two days next week wearing a sign that says, and I quote, only an idiot drives on the sidewalk to avoid a school bus. <laughs> For just two days, I'd be smashing well, like, But, you know, it's kind, of, it's kind of goofy. She only has to do it for an hour a day. It's like, That's hardly. Is that the only punishment? 745 wear a sign. I'm kind of, uh, she has to pay a couple hundred bucks, I think, in court costs. About and four pounds. And her license was a bit suspended for a month. Um, <laughs> and so she has to wear the sign, pay a couple hundred dollars, and she can't drive anywhere, much less a sidewalk, for 30 days. <laughs> so but, the kids are safe for 30 days there. The kids are safe. But you know, there are some people I think I would like to put a sign on. You, why are you looking at me when you say, <laughs> well, could you? <laughs> I'm just saying, there are some people that come to mind that I think I would really like to put you on a corner with a sign. Again, and you're I don't still mean looking at me. Your business. I mean, just a sign. Hmm. What would that sign say without naming who it is? Depends on who the person is. Well, that's what I'm saying. So think of the person. I can't. I'm going to tell you right now, if I say what the sign says, you're going to know who the person is. You might not, but other people listening might. So I'll just just keep that to my... There's only four people listening. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, our family and uh, whoever I forced to listen to it on Facebook and... Oh, I don't know. I just, you know, I don't know, Carl Madden. There are no shortcuts in life, Carl Madden. There are no shortcuts in life. Yes, there are. <laughs> I use shortcuts every day. I know, but... I just don't yeah. go with buses are unloading. <laughs> yes. <sighs> I know a lot of people, that was a shortcut. A sidewalk shortcut. 
So I'm, I'm looking at our document now and I'm looking for reviews and I see this big white, <laughs> white space. space of nothing. Oh, we are devoid of reviews this week. Oh, that makes me sad. I thought maybe Alex G. Fox would have written a review, but I guess he didn't. Or um, Mr. James with lowercase J. (laughs) Are you you naming and shaming people now? (laughs) I thought maybe my friends would have written a review. Our friends, Carl. They're our friends, but they didn't. So maybe if I tell them how much we love them and would love for them to write a review, they would do it. (laughs) I don't know. There's money available. Did you? On your small There's something amount. in it for you. We're not going to see what it is, but it depends on how good the review is. And we're, yeah, we're not above bribing. We are not above bribing. So if you like what you hear, head on over to iTunes. Please leave us a review. It could be one word. As long as it's a good <laughs> word. <laughs> Happy, brilliant, fun. We're not allowed to say which one. No, don't write like bollocks or something like because that would <laughs> bollocks. 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 Bull- not bullocks. the other one. Bollocks. Bullocks. Naughty girl. Bullocks. Bull or ball? Bull. Bull. Bollocks. Bull. 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 <laughs> I'll never say it right. Just ball. It's all bollocks to me, Carl. <laughs> Oh my goodness! So head on over, give us <clears throat> reviews. You can always find us on our website. What would that be, Madden? That would be www.here-there.co.uk. I still haven't got around to change it. Yes, you can go find us. You can go read our blogs, see what's happening. Um, like I said, some of us do write on our blogs more than. I know. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. And um, you can you can listen to our shows there and catch up with what's going on. Um, you can find where can we find you online, Carl Madden? You can find me on Twitter at Claw Zero One Zero One. And where can we find you, Missy? You can find me on the Twitters at <laughs> Missy Mwack, or you can find me on Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash Mwack Attack. Oh, you can also find me at MissyMwack.com, which takes you right to my YouTube channel for all of my videos and tips and tricks when it comes to starting a photography business, running a photography business. Um, I've got some of really the best of the best um, ideas and advice there for you. So head on over there too. Do you know, we're coming up to a year since I first heard you. Yeah. The word, yes, heard you. It's a year. A year in December, I think, was the first time I was on um, British Tech Now mm. British Tech News yeah. on the photo show. That's right. Coming up for a year. Some crimes I could get less time for. <laughs> has it flown by, Carl, or has it been like <laughs> the most agonizing? That year's flown by like a decade. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I know it's pretty crazy. It's been a year. Been a year. Been a year. You need to do like an anniversary show. Okay, we're, but we're doing something pretty special for Christmas, aren't we? Well, we hope to. I've got a get my finger out and do something about it. But yes, that's the plan. That's, I, don't say, well, I don't want to say what it is in case I can't do it in time. We're, but we're hoping that Carl's brilliant mind, because Carl writes all of our intros, which are fabulous, that, that we're going to be able to pull this off and do a, a Christmas 
extravaganza podcast. What did I just say about Unlike not saying what it was? other podcast you've ever heard during the holidays, one that you will almost, it will be so good you're going to want to give this podcast as gifts. <laughs> I'm glad you haven't built out too much, by the way. Woo! That's it. Well, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks so much for spending time with us, Carl. It was good to see you. And good to see you as always. Right. And, uh, and hopefully next week we can hook up again. We can hook up again and get on a more regular schedule. My fault, I know. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Stay safe. Cheerio.